From the Ticats Audio Network, this is Task and Twos. Welcome to Task and Twos. I'm Luke Tasker, Andy Fantuz, together every week for our uh, conversations on football, sometimes football, sometimes life, sometimes Ticats, <laughs> sometimes the old days, sometimes the new days, Twos. Great to see you, as always, my friend. The Ticats, as we're recording this right now, are in the playoffs, but uh, not quite there yet, and still some work to be done in the last uh, game of the season. Honestly, my my entire uh, like biological football clock is off right now because when we played, we'd be in the Grey Cup this week, or it, it was always either this weekend or next weekend, but it was, which is my the way I know it is around American Thanksgiving, so... My clock is off. Like I'm, my body's about to shut down. I'm about to start putting on some winter pounds and stop working out. But in the meantime, <laughs> this team's still got all the playoffs ahead of them. Yeah, totally strange this year, right? And and you know you're going to be having your Grey Cup parade. Might might uh, might might uh, have a traffic jam with the Santa Claus parade. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know it's uh, it's certainly different, and uh, you know, good thing the weather's been holding out for for everybody's sake really for the players right. and the fans uh and hopefully that keeps up you know leading they've got three weeks four weeks what is it one two three four weeks left still so this is i mean we never i certainly never played a game in december uh in the cfl i mean or in or in any other year of my uh of playing but this year there'll be all three uh excuse me actually the last the first playoff game this year the semifinals will be still november i believe and then the uh semifinal or the uh, Eastern divisional finals and then the Grey Cup in December. So yeah, it's going to be different, but right so far it's like, like you'd think you'd be battling snow right now. It's just been like a weather or not. It's, it's been raining during the games. Like we really haven't had, uh, you know, all that, at least in the East, we haven't had uh, crazy, uh, crazy temperatures uh, yet. So we'll see how the last uh, weeks progress here. Did you happen to see that, uh, that game in Edmonton, the, the soccer game, the Canada versus Mexico? No. No, <laughs> World Cup qualifier and the and, you know Mexican team comes up to play and it was minus four <laughs> minus fifteen and uh, oh, Canada won. They, there was like a nice celly of uh, one of the players just jumping in the snow and nice. uh, you know very unique for a Canadian for, uh, player, obviously. I a Canadian player, yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> very unique for football, but uh, it was funny because my understanding in that in that uh, whole Concaf um, tournament is that they always try to really have a home field advantage and sometimes the Canadian teams go down and play in, in different countries and and they'll have uh like they'll have hecklers keeping them up all night honking horns <laughs> ringing their doors uh like throwing stuff at them wow. so this time they came up to Edmonton and and they weren't allowed to practice on the field either team mm-hmm. but Canada was able to find an indoor facility and Mexico was not so they just <laughs> didn't even get a practice in didn't get a walk through wow. whatever and I thought uh, the CFL was the Wild West, man. These that's that's some that's some different kind of stuff. Amazing. Oh yeah, cutthroat, cutthroat. Right. So that <laughs> they played in the uh, uh, in the stadium, right? Like the game was in the in the Eskimo yeah, in the Elks cause, Yeah, Commonwealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, looked like a lot of fun, but man, we've had some some crazy crazy roads to the Great Cup, both of us. Uh, yeah, both together and apart. Well, what True. was I mean, some of we, the unique ones for you? Well, 2019 was like 
easy. Like, <laughs> I mean, never don't get me wrong. You still have to win a playoff game, but like, it was like, that was just such a unique year for everything else. Cause we knew we were in first, like early on we, uh, I actually was playing in all of those games that were, that didn't mean anything. Cause I had been injured the whole season. So I was like trying to get out there, get like some, like, you know, it was like a preseason game for me. Cause I was trying to get back into the mix of things, but, uh, we had a couple games that were meaningless and then we had the, uh, the Eastern final, uh, uh, which was, uh, a crossover and, you know, we were just a really good team. So that was like that year was like, we knew we were going to have a chance at the gray cup, uh, uh, early on, but that was, that was it. Cause the rest of the years, the years that you and I were together for the great, for the 13 and 14 gray cup, but also for the years that we were fighting for or going to the Eastern final, man, we were always, we were always scrapping and clawing till the end. Very much more so like this Tam, uh, Ticat team in 2021. Yeah, no, definitely. A lot of similarities. Um, well, it was 2013 that Montreal came into it. No, it was 2000. Was it 2014 when, uh, when Speedy had like three, three touchdowns? Yeah. Cause it was at Tim Hortons field. It had to be 2014. But then Speedy also, when he was like number 87 or whatever, whichever number he came in with the dread and he had long hair. Yeah. And, and that was at Guelph when he, Speedy and I came to the right. Ticats in the same week. Right. It was, it was Speedy B, myself and Steve McGee. All came in the exact same week uh, uh, to to be tight cats, and that then that was the Guelph years, McMaster practicing, and that year was actually very similar to the what it actually could be the exact same playoff scenario as this year, where the regular season against Sask this year, then it will be the same layout because it'll be a home semifinal with Montreal to Toronto for the Eastern final, uh, and that was how you, that was our pathway in thirteen. That was the game against Montreal where like Sean White tried to kick a 30 yard field goal and it, it almost went through the uprights and then the wind brought it back and it ended up landing at like the 10 yard line. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, a, like, right like a, the, a boomerang. Yeah. Like a boomerang. Yeah. 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 It went right to the goal line and then, and then ended up landing at the 10 yard line. That was, that was so windy that day. Yeah. That like, was a sloppy it, field. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was ugly. Yeah. I remember we, we felt like we completely dominated yet. It still came right down to the end of the game and, uh, we were lucky to get out of there with a win. That was, uh, that was, uh, we, of course, Hank was the quarterback that year, but that game solely and Dan Lefevre both had like a bunch of packages and, and were, you know, important at the end of the game. It was a different, it was a strange, uh, it was an interesting like offensive approach. We had that game. I was injured. I remember I was out with meniscus and then I played after that semifinal, I did play in Toronto in the Rogers center. You and I have talked about this, that game before, like, that was just a, that was just an unbelievable like football experience. I always loved the Rogers Center. Interesting, actually, you think about it. If this year shakes down the same, so if the Tie Cats get second place in the East and host the semifinal, it'll be the same uh, 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 same format uh, with Montreal traveling to Hamilton and then uh, the final in Toronto, but two different stadiums. Because in 2013 it was Guelph and Rogers <laughs> Center. Now it's Tim Hortons Field and BMO, of course, uh, uh, but same same layout. This year is strange, man. Toronto, like we we talked about it bleeding into the Ticat Toronto game, but Toronto is just such an anomaly statistically, and now they find themselves with a a, a, a long, like a super long break. Actually, I think they have a, a a break in games that's like well over a week until their east until their bye week, and then their uh, semifinal or then their uh, host the semi the finals for the East. So 
really interesting team. That'll be a tough game, honestly, for, 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 uh, whether it's the tie cats or Montreal, it's good. It's going to be tough to go to BMO and beat those guys. Yeah. Montreal start, or sorry, Toronto's starting to find their stride there and they got yeah. a lot of length, uh, on their team and, uh, you know, and some, and some veteran present, but you know, there was, there was, there were some opportunities in that game that were missed and, and it just got too far behind the eight ball, in my opinion, to kind of crawl, crawl back into it. Um, you know, the Ticats put up a ton of offense in that second half and uh, just just was a little bit too little too late. And uh, But certainly something to build on. And you just uh, – yeah, I have some thoughts on that game. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you got to give got to give Toronto credit. I mean, they, they took care of business. That's deserving of first place. The, uh, in 2013 – we played Toronto back to back, like at in mid, like late, like in the second half of the season, and it was my first games. Uh, my, it was my second and third game as a tie cat uh, playing on the field, and uh, I want to say that we won both of them, but Toronto was still had a better record for the whole season. Do you remember those? We were in Guelph. I remember. I remember uh, that is the game that I actually uh, tore my meniscus con, then missed all the game, all the following games until we were back in Toronto for the Eastern final. But my, my first touchdown was of my career was in that, was in that first matchup in the center when that, in that matchup finished the season still in second place, but then we're able to, to, to beat them for a third time straight in the, uh, in the Rogers center for the Eastern final. It was awesome, man. It's great. Uh, just a great, every pathway is different, you know, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, but you know what? You're still in a good spot. Like, uh, yeah, you get, you get control what you can control, right? And you, you got a game yeah. against Sask here to to get that home game, which will be crucial. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be traveling to Montreal and then uh, and then uh, just go down to QEW if, if you can take care of business in the Eastern Semis. So, mm. but <laughs> did you ever, were you ever a third place team made it to the Grey Cup like when you were in Sask? Um, No, I don't think I ever, I mean, I know none of my gray cup years were, uh, third, were third place teams, even in, you know, 2014, we were first again, that was the most amazing, that was the most amazing playoff run, like the most amazing, like end of season playoff scenario. I'll, I'll never forget that. But what were your Saska appearances like? So 2007, we were. Man, I gotta like. It's feel a like long I need to double check ago, it, brother. <laughs> yeah, two thousand seven. Oh, it's like baby. when some of the players right now are born that born in that year. <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon, no. pretty soon we'll start seeing that. That's yeah. crazy, huh? Uh, yeah, we we I think we hosted Calgary in the east in the West semi, and we beat them, and then we had to travel to BC, and I remember that game pretty vividly for the for the. Uh, the final Dave Dickinson was I think quarterback still at the time mm. for BC and all all Canadians scored all the touchdowns so myself really? uh Nick Neil Hughes and Chris Zarka had the three touchdowns and uh and then we went to went to play at the Rogers Center for the final against Ryan Dinwiddie quarterbacking the yeah. uh no the Winnipeg Blue Bombers yeah because Kevin Glenn had broke his leg in the in the east final that year uh-huh. So that was yeah we were second that year and then 2009 I think we were first and we got a bye and then we hosted Calgary 
and uh, and then we we beat them, and then went to went to the final in Calgary, and then 2010 we were second, and we hosted BC, and then we had to go into Calgary and play in the Western final, and that was the game where it was minus 40. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Like I don't know, I don't get it, man. I don't get why we play the whole season, and then you get to the most important games, and it's yeah. like it's not even football. It's just yeah, it's decided survival. by something else. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a game of I, I don't know what it was like ten to six or eleven to uh, something something really low scoring. Yeah, some soccer scores. Yeah, it was pathetic, um, but but it was still fun, and we and we won, and. Um, and then went on into play in Edmonton, but lost to Montreal both 2009 and 10 back to back years. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't think we are ever third going there, but I have seen it before more yeah. than more than you know a few times. Yeah, and, it happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really about who's playing the best at that time and and who's the healthiest, right? And mm-hmm. we all know that all those cliches, but it's true. It's true. You want to find your stride at the right time, and you got to make it to the dance in order to have a chance and. You know the tie catches nice. are there, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's a matter of it's a matter of just timing up your your best football. Like, like it is it is amazing, and any team can do it. It's just the reason that those first place teams are are constantly in the Grey Cup is because yeah, the bye week, but also they just are they're playing the best. Like they've had, they've been able to time up their good plays. It's not that any team can't win at any time. It's just they've got a a habit of of making those plays when they when they need to, but yeah, exciting, uh, exciting, uh, you know, uh, end that we're closing in on here. The Ticats have a chance to clinch, a another Tim Hortons field appearance, which would be awesome. Uh, twos, by the way, congratulations on the, uh, new fan twos family member. This is, uh, this is a uh, happy snuck. You snuck one in there at the end of the uh, regular season here. We are, uh, glad to see, glad to hear everybody's healthy. That's a, that's great, man. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, we had a little baby girl, Scarlet, Scarlet May, Beautiful. on on November tenth, last Wednesday, and uh, so I had to sit out last game from the broadcast <laughs> team, unfortunately. But um, one's healthy and, and happy, and you know we have a loving big sister now. She's three and a half, so two little girls and uh, a lot of estrogen over here. But we're we're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the lone wolf. Uh. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, man. We've got nothing but little boys running around here. It's uh, crazy. Let, let's trade one. That'd be fun. <laughs> you <laughs> can have your pick. Buddy. I promise. <laughs> uh, that's good. The uh, well, the, uh, the the best. Uh, you didn't pull a a a, a, a daily. The uh, <laughs> there was a year uh, we were going out to Winnipeg, and dailies child was going to be born and like you know like you remember i remember with steel too like you're timing it up and like you don't ever know if it's going to happen the morning of a game day the night before and sure enough <laughs> daily news gets the call like the night before we're traveling to winnipeg but sure enough didn't he go to the hospital see his baby get born we're already in winnipeg he flew out the morning of the game of game day <laughs> after not sleeping the whole night before the game got to the hotel his his roommate ordered ordered uh, room service for him and left the room. He took a two hour nap and went and started free safety for us in Winnipeg that night. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, like, first of all, amazing job and congratulations. But also, like, 
how and why. Like, I don't even know if I could have, I don't know if I could have pulled that off, man. Like without, with no sleep, just goes and plays a professional football game, starting free safety. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Yeah. It's uh, I, I get it though. I get it, the competition and leaving your, you know, letting your team down and, and whatnot. It's a little bit different when I, we're still a team and we're, I still feel like I let you guys down, but not quite the same as a player and, <laughs> yeah it's and, not quite uh, the same no it's not it's not quite the same no <laughs> <laughs> not even not even a little bit i was i was listening to uh i was listening to some some radio and they're talking about quarterbacks and discussing you know whether or not they should be trying to make tackles when they throw interceptions and uh it was sort of like is it you know the cowardly thing to do to sort of just back away that you know that business decision quote yeah, unquote right. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, it is cowardly, but it's also the right thing to do. And, and, you know, none of the team is going to be mad. And I think it's all situational. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, but don't you, don't you hate seeing that happen at a time where like, it's a little bit too meaningful to let that go. Like, you know, or, or like, and it's also a field position thing. Like those quarterbacks, if you throw out an interception in your own end and they've already got points pretty much. But if you if you're down, if you throw a red zone uh, interception, you know, man, like you kind of, it's like you need to do everything you can still at that point. And of course, it depends on the situation too. But yeah, I mean, those guys make their careers last a lot longer by avoiding by not doing stupid things like that. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. Know, I don't think you'll get that from one of the from one of the tie cat uh, quarterbacks this year. These guys are pretty tough. Yeah, Soli, and plus, plus, you know, Soli's built like a linebacker, anyways. So, like, I wouldn't want to get tackled by Jeremiah. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Yeah, I've seen him truck stick more than a handful of people this year oh, yeah. in his in his lifetime. Um, <clears throat> cool, man. Well, excited for this weekend for the uh, for the Ticats last regular season game. Excited to see you up there with our uh, Ticats Audio Network crew. <clears throat> Right, uh, this is our last chance to polish up our broadcast before we have to be in in uh, playoff mode. But we're, I'm ready. We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, man. Yeah, I'm stuff, looking man. forward to it. Good deal. I'll see you up there. Get some sleep with those little uh, little babies. Yeah, do. Ciao, buddy. Task and twos. Like and subscribe to hang with them weekly.